This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome one and all to the Back of the Nest podcast. Yes, it's my voice. I have returned. Alba looks wholly confused. You didn't say preview podcast. What's going on? I'm so out of practice. Fucking two weeks out. Albert, who is this interloper? <laughs> I, how's, he got, how's he got into the recording sesh? I don't know, mate. He's, is that his tail between his legs, I can see? <laughs> well, you know, my main worry here is that since I last spoke on this podcast, we've gone three games, three wins. Am I going to be the Jonah? You know, I am, though. And it's not me. It's not going to be my thought. The reason we're going to lose to Everton on the weekend is because we're all finally looking up the table. We play before Chelsea and be like, oh, if we win, we're level on points with Chelsea, which immediately means we will yeah. lose. I did say I did say earlier today to Vanessa, you know, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing Palace on Saturday. And then immediately, was like, <laughs> what have I done? I haven't, Whoa. I haven't said that for years. <laughs> I mean, it's true, just... Eze alone at the moment is the entrance fee without even thinking about Elise. Or shall I whisper it? Jordan, are you? I knew there was a reason my daughter's middle name was Jordan after him. There must have been a reason why I did it at the time. How old old is she now? (laughs) Uh, Well, he scored the last goal before she was born on second day of lockdown. So... Wow. He'd scored the last. Well, he scored in three games in a row, hadn't he? Just yeah. before COVID, so yeah. there wasn't any other choices. It was Jordan, Jordan, or Jordan. You made the right choice. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's finally paying off. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Right, before we go any further, I'm going to have a beer. I am very thirsty, but I've not gone crazy this week. There was an. I had two options: an eight percent or a three point eight, and I've gone for three point eight. I apologise. It is called, and I've been doing a lot of it in the last couple of weeks, not being on this pod, Soul Searching <laughs> by Dea. It is a, this pale ale is brewed with a small amount of Vienna malt and shit malt. Shit, <laughs> sorry, <know>. what? Hang <laughs> on. C-H-I-T. C-H, chit, chit malt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For subtle sweetness and fluffy body. It is dry hopped with... You've just described me. (laughs) (laughs) 
with a Zaka Idaho 7 and Strata for a balance of sweet citrus and ripe tropical fruit and presented to you at a gentle ABV. Easy now. So you, that's me, uh, Al- me tonight. Albert, do you remember last week when we said that me and you talking for half the pod was less time than Terence reading the label of his beer? I yeah. think we've been proven absolutely correct. What we? you have in Sahi. Yeah, Great. what you have what in, you have in uh, I can't even remember what I was having. Probably a Peroni. Um, oh, you had a Pacifico, mate. Pacifico. Done. Go. Moving Done. on. That's it. Moving on. Next. Who are we playing? Can't remember. Move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe the just it, abuse, indirects, all, everything in those pods that I was getting. I've actually, can I just say, rather embarrassing, Joe obviously hasn't seen my text. I've got, I've got to walk to my fridge live, live, as we're recording, to get a beer, right, to do the beer check, and it's still going to take less time than it took <laughs> Terence to read out what he's drinking, and I'm going to test that theory right now. <laughs> In fact, Terence, read it, start reading out your, read your blurb again. Ready? Go. Don't... This pale ale is brewed with a small amount of Vienna malt and shit malt <laughs> for subtle sweetness and a fluffy body. It is dry hops with a Zaka Idaho 7 and Strata for a balance of sweet citrus and ripe tropical fruit and presented to you at a gentle ABV. Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Good work. Never seen you uh, move so fast, Albert. Yeah, I had to get a bit of a jog on. It's quite far away. <laughs> well, you got to get that training in for the marathon march that we're going to do together, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, we are doing that, aren't we? Mm. Has anyone signed up yet? I signed up about two months ago, mate. I'm, I'm all aboard. Did you? Yeah. There's a group. There's a it, Whisper it. There's another palace group of friends that I've got, and they're all doing it, and I'm with them. Oh, yeah. I remember you saying... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all coming flooding yeah, back now. Yeah, They're in a WhatsApp group. Some of them listen to this show. And they're in a WhatsApp group. And they're all very enthusiastic about it. It's getting on my tits already, to be honest. And they're talking about buying training gear so we can all... I Listen, if I turn up, it's a plus. <laughs> Albert was blown away by my enthusiasm for it. <laughs> yeah, what did you say? All right, then I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I'm going to hate every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Mm. Well, so apologies for missing the last two weeks. The first week was internet issues, and the problem was uh, I shunshin had eaten through um, my wire. Who had? Someone had eaten through your wire. <laughs> a squirrel. Sorry, I said the German oh. word, didn't I? Oh, squirrel. A squirrel. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Did I, did I just... Oh, man. I just... So... All our, our, friend, oh. our fans in Aachen who are listening. This one's for you. I'm just so bilingual. In Schuldigung. In Schuldigung. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. That's... It's what my daughter... My daughter always says, I shanshin. I'm sorry. Squirrel. A squirrel, fucking little menace, had chewed through our external internet wire. Shiter. And that's why it wasn't working. Mm. And then the second week, I forgot that I'd booked a rave with my missus. It was our first night out together for three years. So 
wonderful times were had at Printworks. Alf Dem Disco Tech. <laughs> um, yeah, ins? I don't know. So, yeah, so that's why I was away, regardless of what these two might have said on the podcast about my actual whereabouts. I, think, we I, think did, I don't think we said anything. anything. Yeah, yeah, it's all in your We head, knew you man. were out. We knew you mm-hmm. were out. And um, thank you for returning from holiday promptly for the second pod that I missed, Albert. Well done. Thanks. Rushed back from mm-hmm. uh, an overnight stay at Chessington World of Adventures today as well. So, but let's not go on about it. But they still got. Well, I haven't been there for years. What, what's what's going on at Chesson? Is it any good? It's a bit tired. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've not been there for about twenty something years. Was um, and I took, was Kirk took my there? oldest. Did you see Kirk? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah that was the most outrageous thing. There's an animal called Kirk's Dick Dick. <laughs> Glad to see he's uh, alive and kicking. Rare species. Yeah. Rare species. Yeah. A magnificent beast, according to Kirk, anyway. Um, As you can imagine, seeing that with my eight-year-old son, you know, (laughs) perfect age. So any excuse for him to say, to mention Kirk's dick dick over the last 24 hours, he he leapt on. Excellent stuff. Um, Still funny, and I'm 41. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm going on a friend's stag do unfortunately it's in London not abroad which I was hoping for considering the fucker lives in Berlin but somehow here we are having a stag with all the squirrels in London (laughs) on coronation day Um, oh hellish mm. however said stag is a Brighton fan Oh, even worse. So, um, aside from that, he's he's all right. <laughs> um, but obviously, I've got to put him in a palace kit. Yep, hundred um, percent. Now, what would you put on the back of the shirt? I did. Uh, I did. <laughs> I don't think there's any chance of a certain Lewis. The words of a Lewis Dunk chant being put on the back by anyone in the club shop. To be honest. So I need to I need to think of something fairly creative. Mm. Oh, I mean, create, we can put it out create. to listeners as well. Feel free yeah. to tweet in at back of the nest and uh, whatever you whatever you decide. Don't accidentally get it printed in German. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not again! Oh, God. oh <laughs> pesky squirrels! <laughs> Oh, are you the so, best man? Are you are you going to be? A, not, is it, no, no, is no, it no, agreed no. that he's wearing the palace kit? Um, I Do you have that authority? Man. I'm not the best man. I wrote in the WhatsApp group saying I will be providing full palace kit. There will be fair enough. Great. There's just no no option because his actual best man um, did conspire with my friend Nick, who I think both you guys know to put me in a Brian shirt on my stag. So mm. what was on the back of that? Nothing. They just, lo- they loaned it from a friend. So there was nothing on the back. They was like, it was under the instruction of, we want this back. So. Why has mm. it got brown streaks all over it? Don't worry about <laughs> it. Let's give it back to yeah. him. I, I, um, humored them for about two minutes before I took it back off and said, that's enough of that. 
sun sponge. <laughs> well, that was on my stag. I had two, so I arranged one myself, and that was for me to do what I wanted to do. Um, not the one in London where they dressed me up as a fairy and made me run through the fountains at Trafalgar Square, but that's a, that's a little, story for another day. Little, uh, little flash forward to the marathon march there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, um, so what else have we got? Oh, <laughs> random note here: Nathaniel Pinney playing in goal for Corinthian Casuals. That's all that. <laughs> um, apparently, all their goalkeepers were injured. They had no one's playing in goal, so Nathaniel Pinney kind of come out of retirement to play in goal for one game. Is what I was gathering. It's a bit too casual, that. <laughs> Um, I mean, he was how never. Did he do? Um, pass? I don't know. He was never. Um, he was never a small lad when he was at his fittest, was he? Well, he was always he was, you know, a very chunky guy, and he looked like he was even more of a chunky guy. Um, punching if, the ball clear. If it was their last game, then they they play, they played Brightling Sea Regent, uh, and they lost four two. Oh. So it's not awful though. If you think that time Harry Kane went in goal recently and dropped a free kick in the back of the net immediately, on those goal per minute ratios, they would have lost about 10 nil. So he's better in goal than Harry Kane, I think we can deduce from that. <laughs> yeah, better than that's the headline. That's the sound, that sound logic there. Sound logic. Yeah. Shout out to anyone who actually remembers Nathaniel Pinney. <laughs> Did he even make a first team appearance? I don't think he did. I remember the name. Mm. What what era are we talking? Two thousand and six, two thousand seven. Bit bit later, I reckon. Bit later, yeah. Uh, bit later. Oh, he's only he's only thirty two. Yeah. Um, he well, he made three appearances for Palace according to Wikipedia. Mm. Um, okay. One in the championship. Well, this now says two. He played in the League Cup in 2010. Yeah. Who didn't? <laughs> uh, he played at Eastbourne Borough, if I remember correctly. I'm did, pretty sure did. he was playing. He was playing my cousin when he was there. Yeah, 40 goals in 115 games for Eastbourne. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. No, my my cousin said about him. He said you could tell he had that pro schooling. He was like really like very very good first touch. You know, you could tell he had. Good, good caliber, but weren't always about it. Just, you know, doing it for a laugh, not not, a laugh. not not for seriousness. But forty goals, one hundred and fifteen. That, that's like conference South level. That's not dreadful at all by any means. Yeah. So, shout out Nathaniel Pinney. But we are in a different world of caliber these days. Um, as Annalise playing chess has been captivating everyone this <laughs> everyone this week. Albert, Eze or Elise in chess, who who do you think was the best? Well, chess, chess, and I'm not an expert. I, you know, I know what the pieces do, but I by no means play chess. But chess is a game for a cool head, and they're two of the coolest mm. heads in the squad. But from what I've seen, I feel like. I feel like Elise might be just a little bit cooler on the chessboard. Do you know what I mean? He's got that similar to his post game interviews. He's just got sort of no, 
Yeah, he's not giving. He's not giving anything. I'd hate to play poker against again another game that I can't play. But <laughs> if I could, I'd hate to play it against Michael Elise. Yeah, there's raps. You can tell that. You, you, around, you, you, yeah, you can see Eze's a little bit rap. Eze's very much leaning forwards. Michael Elise's very much leaning back. So, and Heskeff. What, what a great answer, by the way. That's a that's a really good answer, Albert. Well done. Oh. Yeah. Um, I've, know, I've, I've, what's it? happened since I've got away? Like I was tearing him up for some sort of comic relief, and then nothing happened. It was oh, just a serious good. answer. Yeah, we're just a cerebral podcast about chess. <laughs> And posture, apparently. Should I mention Kirk um, Dick Dick again? <laughs> yeah, there he is. Another wet go for podcast. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've, I mean, I've watched the video, so I know, I know that it is Elise who's better. But the be- the best bit of that video is when he's sort of winding Ebbs up a little bit and says, "Like, do you want to play? Mm-hmm. Like, I've won. Do you want to just accept it, or do you want to play the game out?" And Ebbs says, shut your mouth. And at least they just turns off camera immediately and goes, are you allowed to language like that on Palace TV? (laughs) Ebbs is a a terrible loser. Like, this is a whole series across the season. And there's been three or four videos. And every time one of them loses, they have to sign the other one's FIFA card. Like, they've got a big blown-up FIFA card thing. And Eze does not want to sign it when he loses. Like, he writes his name super small, walks off, refuses to do it. It's great. It's very fun. I can't do writing any bigger than that. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he's definitely a sore loser. Um, Maybe it was, that's why Patrick Vieira wouldn't put him in the team. He was worried about his mentality after watching all those videos. (laughs) Looks silly now. Um, Mm-hmm. But yeah, looking forward to the next next series, next in that series because it does mm. amuse me. But Palace TV kind of on a roll at the moment, culminating this week in a training session as if it was a Wes Anderson movie. Is now I'm assuming this is a more widespread meme. Yeah, so I didn't know. I I just saw the Palace one today. I like Wes Anderson stuff, <laughs> and it's like the video is great. As Albert is getting a third beer of the show. No, I'm not. No, no. Can I just say, no, I'm not. She's only just seen the text message Ooh. and didn't notice me frantically run out, grab one out the fridge about 10 minutes ago and has now sheepishly come in with holding it. Now you're going to be left. And on now she's drinking more. it. She's drinking it. She's allowed to drink it, Albert. You can't. Well, it's about her birthday tomorrow. I was I oh. going to say today. I was like, "Well, happy birthday!" I'm doing the pod. Close the door. <laughs> Blow those candles out, will you? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, this this was Anderson thing. I just thought it was really good, and I sent it to a mate who likes was Anderson. Apparently, it's a TikTok thing. Yeah, I assume so. But I don't have TikTok, so I don't know these things. I'm too old. It just felt so out there. I was like, "This can't be an original idea." Because why would you? Why? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, like, it, like normally when Palace posts something on Instagram, immediately there's you know like a thousand comments. I was like, "This has been up for an hour." There's twelve comments. I was like, "You've hit, you've hit the niche." There's like the twelve people who have replied, and the twelve people who like was Anderson Phil. Yeah, um, it's good though. Give it a watch. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll quote too with it. With it, you are my Rushmore. Which is 
obviously a quote from the movie Rushmore, three likes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which by, by my standards is probably actually about par for the course of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wes Anderson fan, Albert? Uh, oh, how long is the pod? Not really. <laughs> oh. But what I will say is when Wes Anderson doesn't shoot his film's fucking portrait, so it's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a fail at the first hurdle as far as I'm concerned. Bloody hell. Who's the fun sponge now? <laughs> well, I don't know. I do, I do love Wes Anderson films, but they have become increasingly problematic to watch back considering most of them have got Bill Murray in, who... Um, mm, mm. Is Bill Murray cancelled? Did I miss something? Kind just, of like... Just don't... I know this isn't Wes Anderson, but do not take Ghostbusters away from me, please. <laughs> because that's my favourite film. Thanks. Yeah, he's kind of like... He is a little bit cancelled, yeah. Is he? Oh, dear. Yeah. Are you going to call? <laughs> yes. Probably not as cancelled as um, a Watford Albert's, employee Albert's has been beer. today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that was next beer. Okay, so, Hesky, if we went to Southampton. Uh, yeah, we did, correct. Thank you, for, thank you to Cara for driving us in a, mm-hmm. a lovely little sort of like mini Jeep. Oh, what do sure, you really call it? I don't like know about cars. I just get oh, like a toy and... one. <laughs> no. Like a micro machine. I had to change the uh, the six AA batteries halfway down. Yeah. But she did roll up with a multi pack of sort of vin- it was salt and vinegar squares. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, that's a good crisp. Yeah, it is. It's it a is. very good crisp. This is, yeah. and I say this a lot on this pod, but this is what people tune in for. <laughs> Kurt's Dick Dick, Joe's Birthday, and Salt and Vinegar Squares. So that was that six, bag of six. Yeah. Two each, one on the way there, one on the way back. It was my Terrence definitely did both bags. Terrence did both bags, I can Terrence tell. Bought, Terrence bought a bloody cooler for his beer. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not even joking. He was like, "Can you, can you just?" I was in the back. He was like, "Can you just reach in there and just gra- grab me a beer?" There's six beers, for fuck's sake, and a tonic's caramel wafer. <laughs> and that's what was in, in there. the cooler. <laughs> Mate, you'll lose a tooth. He doesn't. He, he, don't, he don't want this room temperature. No, he doesn't want this room temperature semi-melted bullshit, mate. Oh, to be a fly on the wall in that car. Can can I just clarify it? It wasn't a cooler in the sense that you think it was. I took the beers out of the fridge and I put them in like a picnic bag, like a silver lined you, bag. Oh, to keep cool. That's a and I took, the, I took the caramel tonics out of the drawer at room temperature and put it in there. So it didn't, it wasn't like it cooled down or anything. It was still at room temperature when I ate it. I'm just relaying the facts as I as I see them. Relaying the facts, fair <laughs> enough. But um, we did have a, a, a what's your top crisps conversation? It was a um, laugh a minute, to be honest. <laughs> and I'll be. I, I'm really interested to know what Alba's top three crisps are. Mate, it's, I've, just, I've already said how long's the pod? You can't just fucking. <laughs> you can't throw a question like that at a man. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as you've asked. <laughs> Brannigan's beef and mustard, but 
I'm, I'm, are we I'm, going three to one or one to three here? We're just going. This going is in the no fight. particular order. Um, Brannigan's beef and mustard. You can't beat salt and vinegar. Just flat out Walkers salt and vinegar. Um, and what would the third ones be? Come on, no dead air, Albert. Andale. And And uh, can, can I just pause for a second? Are we saying it's got to be a potato crisp? We're not allowing things like. Are we saying a frazzle is a crisp? I reckon it's a crisp, or like yeah, a what's frazzle, it or whatever. Yeah, those that's a crisp for for the yeah. Comes in anything that's bagged like a crisp, you can call it a crisp. Frazzles, frazzles, frazzles is the third one. Bacon, are they mm. bacon frazzles. Yeah, are, are they only bacon? Frazzles? Oh dear, no, they know. fucking better be. Fucking, do I look like I own a sweet shop? No, <laughs> <laughs> but you look like you get thrown out of one. Hey, hey, <laughs> uh, like a certain Watford employee. Um, which we're not going to talk about. We're not going to talk about. We're going to leave that alone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I mean, my Chris. I do like frazzles. Frazzles are probably in my top five. But my 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 top three are so basic. I just feel like I don't know. Do you know quaver, quavers? Yeah. Sort of vinegar squares and sort of vinegar discos are basically on a par. I mm-hmm. can't split them apart. And then, but then number one is pickled onion monster munch, and I won't hear anything else said. Can I just jump in and say we actually won the football game? <laughs> what? Yes, Let's we're getting on to that. Okay, great. Good. Next, good. next, we're ne- going to do top three palace victories that you went to this weekend. <laughs> Right. With a cool bag. Yeah. Top three snacks you ate on your way to a Palace game this weekend. No. Um, yeah, but there's been a match report. Easy. There's been a match report about this game. Yeah, that's not so our remit, bruv. If you want to hear more in-depth stuff about Palace's wonderful 2-0 victory at Southampton, as a inspired 2-0 victory, you can go back and listen to the podcast before this one. I will, I will say, I will say, because you mentioned it twice during the day, Terence, that... You had texted me. Well, I just yeah, this, this is go, go for it, this go is for my grump, grumpy Heskiff sticker that I have on the plan here because you pulled pulled back the curtain and revealed my planning documents. I've got a grumpy Heskiff sticker here, and this is about me messaging him the day we booked the Southampton tickets, which mm. went on sale just after Vieira had been sacked and before we'd played Leicester. Yep, and I messaged him saying we'll be celebrating safety at the end of the Southampton game. To which Heskiff just never responded. <laughs> Even after Leeds, when I quoted that message to him again with another message saying, told you, yeah. he still didn't even respond to it. <laughs> just oh, ignored it. Like it left me on red. I read them both instantly as well. Like <laughs> as soon as you sent it, I read it. I'm not, I'm not playing these games. <laughs> And then here's the difference. So during the, at the beginning of the game, Terence said, we're going to win this 4-0. Just watch. They're, they're shit. We're going to win it 4-0. And I was like, we're not. We're not. And then at half time, you were like, well, maybe it won't be 4-0. And then at 2-0, you were like, it's going to be 4-0. I'm telling you now it's going to be 4-0. Whereas my reply was like, I'd still take the draw. <laughs> yeah, there's a lovely picture on, on the socials of me, you and Cara, where it, the face was, put, pull the face for the result you think it's going to be. 
with me and Cara beaming and you just standing there, arms folded, yeah. looking looking pretty much like your dog, actually. Yeah. Owners that look like their dogs. <laughs> um, I was pleasantly surprised. Let's say that. Mm. Well, I- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I was grumpy because I, I had a bet on on Palace to win Eze to have two or more shots on target and to score or assist and Michael Elise to score as well. So Ooh, you annoyed at that offside goal then? That, that offside was a little yeah hit a hit a post as well, didn't he? Luckily, game, luckily yeah. the 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 offside goal was the first thing out of that list to happen mm. to or to nearly happen, shall I say? So, but yeah, mm. I was more stressed because I ummed and ahed <coughs> over Eze and Elise for my fantasy team and plumped for Elise. <laughs> Disaster. Yeah, I did the same. And I'm really like challenging for some wins this year with some actual money, you know. So costly decision. Um, but of this game, we did get a new Sam Johnston chance. Super Sam Johnston in goal. Yeah, I'm not singing it. <laughs> I, I, that but you did say to... you you as soon as they sung it, you said, "Oh, that's big." So I feel like you it's need big, to. But what, what's annoying? <laughs> What's annoying is the next day I was I was whistling it or humming it or whatever, and I was like, "But without the words, I'm just humming a status quo song." And that's <laughs> which status quo, quo song? Rocking around the world is that what it's yeah. called? I only okay. know one of their songs, but it's that one. Yeah. Listen, Terence, don't worry. Once I don't know if you recall the Mateta chant. Don't worry. Once <laughs> once Hesky's had a few beers, he'll send you a voice note of him. Yeah, probably will. Probably will. And then you can fucking play it on the podcast. If, if, if Johnston has a has a banging game on Saturday, then next week you'll hear me singing it on a voice clip. <laughs> on a voice clip. <laughs> I'm just trying to, in, mentally trying to scan the song Rocking All Over the World and where you might put Sam Johnston to that. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Savile's turned up. <laughs> <laughs> Super Sam Johnson in goal. Oh, okay, fair enough. It's not the most like original song ever. It's just quite good. It worked. Yeah, and fair it's, enough. it's easy to sing, isn't it? That's the thing. Like some of them, I'm like, I don't know what they're saying. Um, <clears throat> but that was that was quite a good one. I thought. I was um, with, I guess. Eze's on fire became the established Eze chant at Southampton. It's probably fair to say. And it was, they put on the Instagram, on Palace's Instagram, on the Instagram, I just sounded like a 60-year-old. What is wrong with me? On the Instagrams. (laughs) Yeah, they put a video up of the crowd singing that. And it was like just 
full of like flame emojis and all sorts underneath of everyone just being like this is yeah this is amazing there's just one person going he deserves a much better song than this it's like well we tried one with he's a good and yeah there was the you said we tried you mean you tried no i didn't no 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 no. my work was elise oh yes sorry sorry i retract that last statement still the greatest football song that's never happened but there's time there is time Maybe whoever signs him for 80 million from us, I'll send it to their fan base and be like, if you make this happen, I'll get Palace to refund your club 1%. I've mentioned you in a Palace podcast. (laughs) Exactly. What more could you want? Indeed. But yeah, Eze's on fire, set Super Sam Johnson in goal, and still no songs for Guaita, Joel Ward. (laughs) Anyone else who else ain't got a song? The uh, Corey was getting sung about quite a lot as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Albert, do you have official? a song? What for me? Yeah, yeah. What's your song? S- sing it to myself in the mirror every time I wake up. What is it? Nah, Edge of Glory song. by Lady Gaga. <laughs> no, it's um, <laughs> it's um, no, it's I touch myself by the Divinals. Great, of course it is. <laughs> Don't sing that at Chessington in front of Kirk, otherwise it's game over. <laughs> Twice. Dirty Kirk. Has, uh, has Will Hughes got an official chant? He Hughes. Just, Hughes. 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 It's not a song, though, is it? It's not a song. No. I w- I, I, that's just saying his name, isn't it? Yeah. Your homework for next week, Albert, is a song from Will Hughes. No, I'm going to try and do one for Guaita because it's more of a challenge. He's never going to play for us again now, is he? Now that Johnson's well, in goal. It, funny South- enough, it was, it was actually Southampton away where Quater's song that never really took off was sung for the first time as well. Uh, about he he drinks Australia. Can't even remember where it goes now. He His hands are paella. fucking massive. He's ha- yeah, he eats paella. His hands are fucking massive. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it, well, exactly. It's why it never took off. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, we should all be doing our darndest for Joel Ward. Well, there was a Joel, there is a Joel Ward chant, but again, it was pretty shit, and it's never taken off. And I can't even remember you know how I mean? it goes. I'm trying. I can't. I can't even remember how it goes. But there is one. There is one. The HF you tried could, to make it happen. You could do uh, War by Edwin Starr, but change it to Ward. But then you'd have to say. What is he good for? And then it'd be absolutely nothing, and that just sounds a bit out of order. <laughs> In the twilight of his career, just bit him off the chart. Yeah. Only been, you know, putting his body on the line for ten years for us now. Yeah. It's like the song Try equivalent and... of like everyone who's in the team take a step forward, not you. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I think it, I mean it. It's hard not to have a good game against Southampton, I guess, because they are fucking, yeah, they were pretty pants, aren't they? They are in trouble. Which is funny because I was watching an interview with Kevin De Bruyne saying how good a team they were after playing them and they can't understand why they are where they are in the league. I was like, hmm, I think they might have just tried really hard against you guys because <laughs> that's not what I saw. But um moving into Everton, let's mm. well, Sam John Sam Johnston is the the only place to start, really. 
does he keep his place if Vidi G? And Vidi G is, according to the Wes Anderson clip, he's back in training because there he was on the training field. So Back in training in portrait format. <laughs> is there... Can, can you film in other format on Instagram? I suppose you can. Yeah. Landscape it's Ultra not. is going to give us a lesson That's, here. But if, if it's a TikTok meme, isn't TikTok purely portrait? Don't give a fuck. <laughs> don't do not do a Wes Anderson reference then. Do you know what I mean? Don't do it. Anyway, carry on. For someone who doesn't like Wes Anderson films, he's really like... He'd be very defensive. It's no, about the no, art form. No, it's about the art no. form. But I, do like the, the, I do like the format of cinema. Thank you. How, lo- how long we got? Because I want to ask what your beef is with Wes Anderson films. <laughs> no, I just, I, I just they just don't move me. They look very. That I, my feeling on Wes Anderson films, for the record, is you could just watch it on mute and it'd be just as enjoyable. Do you, do you not like a pastel color palette? I do like a pastel color palette. I like I like I like everything about them visually, particularly the uh, aforementioned um, landscape format. Um, yeah. But it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's style over substance, isn't it? Style over substance. I completely disagree. Fair enough. It's a, you know, like I just hit some of his films. I've have made me laugh more than most other films I've ever seen. They're hilarious. Unless maybe wanted... I'm just, maybe I'm just completely missing the point. No, <laughs> no, sh- no, no, no. I, la- I shouldn't be laughing at them, but I am. <laughs> no, no. I listen. I'm aware that I might be in a minority, but. Um, you know, opinions are like arseholes. Everyone's got one. So Kirk's got two. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so good they named him twice. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam, Sam Johnston. But, but, yeah, Sam Johnston. <laughs> Sorry, we were talking about goalkeepers. <laughs> Super Sam Johnston. Does he stay in goal? Um, yeah, I think he does. I don't, I don't want him at right back. <laughs> Well, easy. I ain't seen him there yet. <laughs> um, he's he's played. He's, I think he's played well in the games that he's he's done, he's been in lately. His distribution's pretty good. He's made some really good saves, especially in that Leeds game. But he made a really another really good save um, against Southampton. And I just think it's a bit it's a bit harsh now that he's played. You know the jerseys here is to be like okay now great is back you're out straight away. I think Roy's probably a, if you're doing well the shirt's yours to lose. Uh, I don't know unless Jeff so, Schlupp's unless Jeff Schlupp's the one coming in. Yeah, I mean Schluppy uh, yeah, Schluppy well, does whatever he wants. And it, well, I mean to be fair, he can do what he wants at the moment as well because he's yeah, been playing really fucking know. well. Um, so yeah, I I'd be really really surprised if Johnson's not in goal. Really surprised. Hmm. And I think that's probably the same throughout the team. Like, I'd be surprised <clears> if he makes any. I'm trying to think if no one's injured, are they? Like, Wolf's not back yet. Well, this, I mean, that's where I'm going with this next is um, a certain Jordan I who's also been very good of late. Mm, yeah. Couple of goals. I mean, doesn't officially get the assist for Southampton, but can effectively say it is one. Yeah. Um, offers a bit defensively as well. So, Albert, does does Wilf walk straight back in if Ayu is continuing in this vein when he's fit and ready? Yes. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I don't know. It's what the kids are talking about on social media. Do 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 we think that Zaha should walk straight back in? I mean, I, for me, the answer is obviously yes. I mean, Leicester. Agreed. When he when he got injured, when we had a record amount of shots in the first half against Leicester, he was basically responsible for everything that happened. Completely. Yeah, it's, it's Will. We we haven't seen. Um, we have. I mean, we had. You know, at what he went off? What thirty five minutes or something? I thought he was going on forty five, like forty minutes. We've seen one half just under one half of football of Wilf Zaha in a Crystal Palace team that's obviously because of the change in manager, because of Roy, there's a new sort of um, invigorated sense of confidence and style. So it'd be fucking stupid to <laughs> to, to not put Wilfred Zaha in that. And that's not a slight against Jordan Ayew at all. Jordan, Jordan Ayew has done fantastically well over the last few games. And much like a lot of people, I've sort of, raised an eyebrow at previous times when Jordan I's been in the team. So, yeah, but as I've said, to, to not introduce Wilf into this sort of invigorated style is fucking lunacy. And I don't think even Roy would even consider it for a second. He'll be in the team the moment he's fit. Mm. And <laughs> it's interesting, right? Because... Wilf going off at half-time against Leicester when it was nil-nil effectively means that Roy has now won three games without Wilf, mm. which I haven't gone back and looked, but <laughs> did he win three games without Wilf in the, his previous <laughs> four seasons? Yeah, I think winning three games without Wilf in the last 10 seasons is pretty rare. Well, it's been a struggle for us. I mean, you've always they've always put the stats up on the screen, yeah. but... Um, I mean, it's clear now that when you've got players like Eze and Elise, you don't have to have that over-reliance on Wilf. And I suppose the argument can be had that without Wilf being on the pitch, someone else has gone and had to go and grab it. And it's been Eze and Elise that have done it. So maybe it allows them to get on the ball more and thrive a bit more. But uh, you'd be shocked and find out that I think Wilf goes straight back in when he's fit. But <laughs> Never. Heskiff for, the, Heskiff for the clean sweep. Heskiff 100% for the clean Hes- sweep. Heskiff notoriously anti-Wilf. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's, <clears throat> I don't know, bit of hate, but it's good headaches to have and all of that, right? That's what you want to yeah. see. And like you say, it's one thing to say, oh, now that Wilf's not here, someone's got to step up. And it's another thing, them actually stepping up. And like the level that Ebbs and Elisa have been on over the last, what, three games has been insane. Like some of the stuff Eze was doing, I think I think they showed it on match a day. But he did this bit of skill right at the end of the game, like literally just on full time. And like we were like screaming in the stands because he just, whoever the, whoever the, I think it was Maitland-Niles, just mm. it, like if that was me, I'd just retire and never play a game of football again. <laughs> but I'm just like he he's so like he he's so when he's on form he's so effortless it's mad and like some of the some of the stuff he was doing um on Saturday against Southampton was just like he's just in top form again he looks really happy same for Lise Lise is smiling loads at the moment which is not something we've seen a lot of um so it's great that we needed them to sort of fill the void of Wilf and they have yeah. and, and then you know we're smashing it do you know what I've found really interesting about it as well is that 
Eze wasn't that great in the first half. I thought defensively he did all right. He got a lot of tackles and interceptions in, but on the ball where you want him to be causing damage, it, it was completely ineffectual in the first half. And Hodgson said at half time they made some tweaks. And it feels like it's the in all three games, Hodgson's made major tactical decisions that have swung the games in our favour, which is just... I mean, it's mind-blowing, really. And that's to say it's mind-blowing is probably harsh on Roy on the grounds that <clears throat> you know, he, he said something I didn't even think about the other day with maybe it's just playing lip service, but talking about the crowd not being there for all of COVID mm-hmm. and it impacting us a lot. Um, so it's probably that period wasn't great, which it wasn't because we were getting tanked like 7-0 by Liverpool and shit like yeah. that. Um, and... You know, and as I've talked about on the pod in previous weeks, obviously not in the last two weeks because I'm a dosser, but uh, <laughs> in, in previous weeks, saying that, you know, he did have those moments, those periods where we were safe at the end of a couple of seasons where he really let them just go and we battered a lot of teams and it was enjoyable to watch. So maybe it's being harsh from Roy and maybe we just got bogged down over the last 18 months of it, which did include that COVID period, which all just, you know, was a hard time for all of us and Palace weren't playing that well, which makes us, you know, kind of dragged his name through the mud a bit towards the end where, you know, it wasn't that long before that we were giving him the keys to Croydon and the whole crowd is singing his name. But um, so it's nice that he's getting a chance to resurrect that and my God, he's doing it in style. And what's quite interesting is finding out that there's no hard and fast stay up bonus in his contract where it's say he actually starts getting financial beyond these wages, starts getting financial benefits in terms of bonuses for every point he gets over 38 points. So there's an incentive there for him to actually, <laughs> oh, so if I win seven of these last nine games, I can actually, you know, that's my retirement fully paid for kind of scenario that he's now in, although I'm sure Watford paid for his retirement. Yeah, he probably got eight mil out of Watford. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, Watford are so used to getting rid of managers, I can't imagine that they're given any big payouts. They must have something written in. But no, so, you know, that is a really interesting way for Parrish and Co to approach things because I think that's very clear, like we've talked about, to say, Whoever's going to be our manager, we're going to stay up. This isn't about staying up. With the fixtures we've got, we're going to stay up. There's no way we're going down. So I want you to start looking upwards as opposed to looking downwards is what it seems like has happened. And then basically it pays for itself because it's the positions in the league pay for the money that we'll be giving Roy Hodgson if we start going mm-hmm. up. And we'll, so everyone's happy. He gets more money. We get we get more money and we we're higher up the league. So um, yeah, really really interesting kind of approach to that. Um, <coughs> right, we're playing Everton. Oh, <laughs> just kind of, obviously, they smashed us three 0 at their place. Did you see that? That's in his last eighteen games of management. That's Frank Lampard's only win. <laughs> oh. yeah. And as much as I kind of twerked for Patrick Vieira on this show quite a lot. I've been kind of getting really pissed off with all of the sort of revisionism and everyone, all these pundits being like, he was sacked too hastily at Palace and stuff like that. But he didn't win in 12 games and he gave Frank Lampard his only win in 18 games. And not just, just a, a, you know, a 1-0, 
they thumped us like they absolutely annihilated us and it could have been more so here we are Roy Hodgson <clears throat> very good against teams below him never lost a Palace game to a team in the relegation zone did you know that? Ever like the 17th. I, I don't like these. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ever, Everton are 17th, as you're right to point out. So straddling that line. Do we get revenge, Albert, this weekend? Over? I hope so. I hope so. I hate Everton. Mm. After that like last game of last season, they can fuck right off. They can fuck off. Everton can fuck off. Sean Dyche can fuck off. Frank Lampard, I know he ain't there anymore. He can fuck off. <laughs> Let's let, let's make sure that let's make sure they're in the relegation zone. Come the end of the weekend. Mm. Did I read that Calvert Lewin was coming back into their team? Oh fuck's sake! <laughs> because well, well can... <laughs> Mis- miserable Dave mentioned it, and I don't, and he's a piss taker, so I don't know whether he was winding me up or not, and I haven't had the chance to look. Um, but I don't. Well, I, don't I mean, uh, we don't even know. They got Neil Mopay up front. Oh, he, he, he's, he's going to shush it, the family stand again. Exactly, um, and, and it'll be all he's done for them because he's basically done fuck all for them, mainly on the grounds that he is shit. Yes, look what's happened to Brighton since they since he left. Yes, there's yeah. no coincidence there. <laughs> yeah, I I also don't like it. Like Everton used to be fine purely for the fact that they're not Liverpool. Like I used to think they were fine because they're not Liverpool. That's fine. But then after all that shit last year with Vieira, like Albert said, they can fuck off. Don't like them. Yeah. If you think the first season we was up, getting the 40 points at Goodison Park, mm-hmm. and then their stadium announcer at the end being like, well done, Palace, see you next season. They always like, we're in my book. And we will get results up there. But <laughs> yeah. now we've stopped getting results up there. Exactly. But, um, we tend to do better at Sellers though, so... Are we going to win, Hesketh? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it'll be a draw. I reckon it'll be a draw. A one-all draw. Albert? Uh, no, fuck it. We're going to win. We're going to win two... We're going to win two-one. I'll is, let him have a goal. Is Eze going to score? Because he's on a roll. Yeah. Good. Eze. Terence, what do you reckon? Like I say, I'm. I... <laughs> and the headline the next day will be Ezetan. Ezetan. Mm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be. Oh, yes, for sure. Yeah. St- stick to yeah. art direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's something Wes Anderson would write. But um, <laughs> we've got, Like I say, as I said at the very top of the show, I hate it when we're looking up the table. 4,000 times bitten, twice shy kind of scenario here that I just feel like every time we're looking up, that's when things go wrong. Hopefully that will change this weekend. And it's why these relegation models always add us in a really low percentage to get relegated because I can't state this enough. All of these teams below us are fucking shit. Just like Southampton <laughs> just like Southampton were on the weekend. Just like Leeds before them. Just like Leicester before them. They're shit. And they are ripe there for the taking. So I'll go three one Palace. Three one Palace. Oof. Against my better judgment of thinking that, you know, 
we're looking up. It's going to be a shift in mindset. Hodgson just don't, he, he ain't got time for Sean Dyche and he's shit. No, no, none of this James Tarkovsky scoring the only goal in a 1 0 win, <sighs> which is my actual prediction. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'll go 3 1 Palace. 3 1 Palace it is. Um, <clears throat> what was interesting was the match forecast from our friends at whoscored.com was Crystal Palace will steal the ball from the opposition often. Everton will steal the ball from the opposition often. <laughs> that was our forecast. Wow. Up the stats. Up the Scouses. stats. Indeed. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we'll finish the show on just obviously echoing what Palace have said on the social this week in terms of uh, the sad passing of Palace fan Liam Foley, which is just obviously dreadful, out celebrating after the Leicester win and sadly losing his life after getting hit by a bus. Um, his girlfriend, Josephine, is running the London Marathon um, for, uh, I think it's like a head and spinal injuries charity. Uh, so if you go to the Palace socials or most Palace, any Palace socials account, you'll find, you'll find the GoFundMe link somewhere so you can... Um, donate to her cause there. Um, incredible from her that she's still going to run it only a few weeks after that happening. So, um, yeah, go and go and give her some support so we can get send off. And obviously, there'll be stuff going on at the Everton games to so look out for stuff on the big screen there. And um, so, yeah, RIP Liam, really, really sad and horrible news. And every <coughs> everyone at Back in the Nest sends well wishes to your family in these difficult times. Okay. End of the show. We'll be back next week where we're building you up to Wolves, which Wolves away and Albert's going. Shock. Well, will we, going? Be, will, will we be building it up? Because it's on a Tuesday, isn't it? So I think it's going to be the match board. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We play Wolves this coming Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so out of touch. No. Come on, so, mate. So we're building you up to who? Who's the, who's the game after that? West Ham. Mm. West Ham, yeah. West Ham, West Ham, and West Ham. The- I'll give you a live. I'll, I'll give you a. I'll give you a, a little mini review of my afternoon in Wolverhampton. Yes. So Wednesday next week, we'll record a Wolves report and a West Ham preview. Two for the price of one. Albert's going to do yes. live reporting from the underpass opposite the stadium. <laughs> yes. With his hard hat, baseball cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if his phone, ma- if it, if his phone makes it through the evening. So right. I'm getting there at half two. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no um, one wanted yeah. it. No one wanted it. I was there at half two. No one showed. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. So okay, there you go then. Um, me just showing that I just I just turn up and record these things. No no plan. This document that they talk of is nonsense. Yeah. Or um, oh, I just don't fill it in correctly. So, yeah. So, next That's week, we'll be, a blurb. <laughs> Might be a blurb. We'll be back talking about Wolves and looking ahead to West Ham. Um, head over to youtube.com forward slash back of the nest for really recommend the finances video that's going on at the on there at the moment um dr with a guy called tim from the states who obviously works in finance and nosy stuff so really really good breakdown of all he's the called finances. tim from the states no his name is oh. tim and he's from the states Better. and he works in finance is that what no listen this 3.8 percent beer maybe i've got the eight percent i don't know <laughs> it's delicious by the way i don't think i even said that obviously 
it's um everything it says in the blurb <laughs> goes really well goes really well with um original doritos is that in the tasting notes <laughs> hey listen these doritos are lovely anyway thanks for listening thanks for joining guys and until next week up the palace It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.